Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning. It's Wednesday. And time for another Walking with the Archetypes in this week of Bridging the Warrior and the Lover. I'm going to go to the lover side of things today and speak about bridging towards the warrior. Now, inside of Reclaiming the Throne, we have been working with kind of sensitive men, nice guys for the most part. There have been some men who have come our way who didn't fit that pattern, but the vast majority of men did. And in culture today, the vast majority of men seem to. This is in part because we are living in times when the masculine penetration, the masculine aggression, the territorial claim of the masculine has been demonized about as far as you can demonize it. And so men in today's culture, we have a tendency of not wanting to move to that place inside of us where culture says it's dangerous to go. And so we have a tendency of shutting down our power and we have a tendency of shutting down our sex and our claim. And uh, you may be a guy like that. You know that you're a guy like that when you don't indicate sexual interest when you feel it. You know you're a guy like that when you don't stand in a conflict when there's something that you care about being threatened. You are shirking your responsibilities if they feel uncomfortable to stay true to. Uh, You are pulling away. You are shutting down. You are self-castrating. This is common. And so if you feel some resonance with that, you see yourself in it, I don't want you to feel ashamed because it's just super common. You are not alone in having these structures inside of you. And we're living in this evolutionary moment as a culture. Sorry, there's a chopper above my head now. So if you can hear that, then, well, try as best as you can to ignore it. And there's also some really crunchy moss under my feet. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a beautiful piece of land here. Returning to the conversation, um, if, if you feel this, if you feel this inside of you, it's okay. Like you have full permission to be with whatever is. And you don't need that from me, but I'm saying that that is a prerequisite for you to start getting right with yourself. To not say no to the various things that you're finding inside of you. So these men, sensitive men, nice guys, self-castrating men, men who are waiting for permission, Men who are waiting for women to lead. Men who are waiting. Sitting on the sidelines of life. Hoping that things are somehow going to magically work out. This man is everywhere these days. And you may be one of them. 
So what is this a symptom of in terms of the archetypal language that we're using here? Well, you're inflated by the lover archetype and you're also probably inflated by the magician archetype. Together, the lover archetype and the kind of earthbound shamanic new age kind of magician archetype that just longs for indigenous cultures and for the healing of the ecosystems and so on and so forth probably uses ayahuasca and is part of plant medicine rituals and and these things and so this is a kind of man that I just see a lot of in this work and in in the world at large so you need to develop your penetration brother you or whoever this is about needs to develop your penetration needs to develop your sword and if you've been trained to think that the phallus is some expression of toxic patriarchy then you're in a pickle because you have essentially been trained to be weak you have been trained to not go for anything that you want and need your fire has been extinguished by a culture which is afraid of it and you're colluding with that culture to keep it extinguished because you catching on fire is dangerous. That's what you think, right? That's what a lot of men think. I better keep my fire small or even completely extinguished. Because if I were to fully step into my power, the world will burn. These are the kind of delusions that people who haven't claimed their power have. The men who don't have access to their warrior archetype think in some sort of compensatory way, a grandiose way, that if I were to fully embody my power, then the world will quake and everyone will be sorry. And I've seen again and again in the work that I do with men is that the moment that man unleashes the full capacity that he has been repressing for a lifetime, people are like, is that it? Don't you have more? That's not dangerous at all. What are you talking about? We're not even remotely intimidated. And you think we're about to burn to the ground from that? No. No. Your fire and your sword, your penetration, your claim, your stand in this world, those are warrior qualities. They're warrior qualities, brother. And if you don't have them, you are in trouble. You are in real trouble because now you're demonizing power that's external to you. Everyone who's taking up space in a way that you're not yourself comfortable doing may seem threatening. Or maybe you just idolize them, that's also possible. But part of the same dynamic, really. So whatever you have repressed in terms of your fire and your warrior, you will externalize and feel threatened by or idealize. So as a man listening to this podcast, possibly being a man that I'm currently describing quite well, maybe you even feel a little bit humbled by this. And that would be excellent. That would be excellent news. Please don't fight that humbling because you're being seen by these words. These are words that many men, many contemporary men will feel seen by and if the ego that you've been holding up for all of these decades is getting humbled, then this is a ticket 
to liberation, my friend. Don't fight it. Don't fight it like I've been a dumbass to do in the past. I've been fighting it. Keeping myself small. Don't do the same stupid shit that I've done, please. So my question to you is, what will it be? Will you keep castrating yourself and think that it's noble? Will you keep being a shadow of your full potential because you somehow think that you're serving the feminine or you're serving the future beautiful world by you being a little whimpering man in the corner? Do you actually believe that? Do you actually believe that you're that destructive? Or are you going to claim that there is a power inside of you? There is a warrior force inside of you. There's a penetration, an aggressive claim inside of you, a territorial claim that isn't here to burn the world to the fucking ground. It isn't here to take in a destructive way. It is here to take and to defend and to claim and to protect in every way that innocence and truth and justice need to be supported and served. And if you're not doing that work, then who is? Not many these days, I'll tell you that. Not many. So if you're going to feed the vision of a more beautiful world, of a more just and loving and free and sovereign world, then you need to claim and embody this warrior. There is no way around it. If you don't do it, you will be part of the darkness that's spreading across the world because you are carrying the warrior archetype in shadow form. And so you will use the active shadow, the sadist, to punish everyone that you see as a threat. And you probably have done that a lot of times already in life without really acknowledging that you have actually been the dark one. You have actually been the one who's been destructive. Maybe it's time to see that. Or you are going to turn that warrior archetype on yourself in the shadow passive form. And you're going to beat yourself into a bloody pulp that feels undignified and shameful and like a piece of shit. Both of those polarities are absolutely hellish. So why don't you actually start working on developing a mature warrior? I am still doing this work. It is not easy work, especially in terms of my embodied warrior. My principles and values are very much empowered by the warrior archetype, and I'm still working on fully embodying him. But this is the work that we need to do in order to generate the more beautiful world. And so, can I get a hell yeah? Can I get a hell yeah? I'm willing to do this work. I'm ready and willing. I've been making myself small for the longest time. I've been that whimpering guy in the corner that's feeling victimized and sorry for himself and is undignified and I don't want to be him anymore. I'm somebody completely different than that when I choose to rise. When I choose to take risks in order to rise, I become someone completely different. And this self-castrating lover boy in the corner starts to rise and become a powerful warrior. Over the years, as you deepen into the practice of standing for something, of actually unsheathing your sword and being willing to have a conflict about something that is true and that is just, as you do that over and over again, and you're not willing to be silenced, you're not willing to be cancelled, because what you stand for is true. You're standing for the true and pure warrior, not some fucking sadist shit. 
Are you even aware of how many people say that they don't need the warrior archetype, but they are absolutely sadistic, horrible, bloodthirsty warriors these days? Just look at the world. Just look at the world. Just look at the madness in the social justice radical activism where the professed values are all pure and all loving, but the actual embodied expression of it is pure sadism and oppression. Do you want to be part of that? Or do you actually want to generate a better world? I think the choice is pretty clear, brother. And I'm speaking with fire because this is important. You can't hide anymore. You need, as a lover-identified man, to move out of that corner into the arena and sheathe your sword and hold your shield and know that you're fighting for the good, you're fighting for the true, and you're fighting for the beautiful. This is the destiny of any man who fully accepts his life purpose. The only way out is through, and you're probably going to get crucified somewhere along the journey. But then again, would you rather play it small? Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I hope I transmitted a bit of fire to you. Uh, I hope this is inspiring. As I walk through the woods here. Beautiful woods, man. I can't believe I have these right next to my house here. These gnarly pine trees are everywhere and the beautiful... Yeah, I don't know what this kind of moss is called in English, actually. Reinmusa, I believe we call it in Norwegian. But uh, yeah, my, my mastery of botany in English is limited at best. Anyway, thank you for joining me again. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I wish I could show you this beautiful place. But um, then again, you can just listen to the wind. Maybe you can hear the ocean as well. Thanks for sharing these moments with me, and I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.